what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. Just finished watching the Warriors lose by 10, 114-104 to the Denver Nuggets. And I've got to say, that game was kind of meh. The Warriors' effort seemed a little bit iffy. Don't know if it was the thin Denver air or just the travel or just the malaise of the days. But yeah, they didn't look very sharp. Their defense seemed pretty slow. Denver, they were getting a lot of wide open shots, a lot of wide open threes. And on the offensive side, just felt kind of sloppy, really discombobulated turnovers, just the movement just seemed off. It didn't seem like everybody was in sync. So not the most exciting game to watch, to be honest, you know, no one really stood out to me in terms of playing that well. I mean, Steph had uh, a good game shooting wise, but, you know, he felt a little sloppy out there, had quite a few turnovers. Draymond missed free throws, missed the shots that he took, felt kind of, you know, like he didn't have a huge influence on the game. Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, he, you know, he had his 16 points. Uh, he played hard as usual. Uh, Ubre had a few three-pointers to go in, but overall he didn't shoot that well. And yeah, bottom line, Denver, even though the Warriors came in with a better record, Denver is just a better team. They made plays when it mattered. They got stops when it mattered. And I haven't really watched them play that much this season or at all. So I don't know how they've looked, but seemingly for a national televised game on TNT against the Golden State Warriors, they got up for it. You know, the theme of the season seems to be who else is going to score besides Steph. You know, right now there's no consistent number two scorer. Is it Wiggins, Wiseman, Pascal, Oubre? Like I said, Wiggins made a few shots, but it's just not enough right now. You know, like, I mean, that's where you really miss Clay Thompson, right? Somebody who's just a definite number two, who will get you 19, 20 points, just like that. Steph is going to get really, really tired this season. You know, he's going to be putting so much effort on offense, trying to carry this team. I just hope it doesn't lead to some crazy fatigue and he gets hurt, especially the way these games are coming you know, like every other day and then some back-to-backs and stuff like that. James Wiseman, once again, showed some flashes, made a lot of mistakes out there. He played okay against Nikola Jokic. I mean, not great. He got abused a few times on defense, but considering he's probably never played against a player like that, you know, I appreciate the fact that he was up for the challenge. There were definitely some plays where he was just left standing there and Jokic's skill just got the better of him. But hopefully now he has this experience and next time he'll learn from it. James Wiseman also threw down a couple of dunks. The first one on Bull Bull was clearly retribution for a dunk in the first half or an attempted dunk where Bull Bull blocked his attempt. In the second half on the pick and roll, Wiseman rolled, Steph kicked it to him, and Wiseman took off from pretty far out and just threw it down with his left hand over Bull Bull. And actually... Wiseman almost looked like he was going to smile running back down the court. That dude doesn't smile a lot on the court, so I'm sure he enjoyed that. He was also relatively decent on the perimeter, you know, picking up the smaller guys like Jamal Murray. I mean, he wasn't perfect, right? But at least, you know, it's always good to see that he can get down into that defensive stance and check smaller, quicker guys. 
He'll get beat a lot, but at least he's showing that the tools are there. Still a long way to go, though. I hate to say this, and this is not like one of those moral victories, but it's good to know that these games sting, right? That means that we expect more from this team, that they're not the bottom feeders that we saw in the first uh, two games of the season. But how are they going to get better? They're going to need to find that second consistent scorer that other teams have to game plan for. My hope, it's James Wiseman. If he can get 15, 18 points a game, I mean, I know a lot of his points in this game were garbage buckets, but if they can start hitting him more consistently on lobs, on pick and rolls, on give and goes, just all that rim running stuff, and he himself needs to improve, get his hands ready, you know, slow the game down a little bit somehow in his mind, then maybe, maybe he can be that consistent, trustworthy escape valve when Steph, especially in that starting lineup, is just swarmed or is just overwhelmed or just overworked, whatever it is, just so that he doesn't have to carry the whole load all the time. Because right now in that starting lineup, you have Steph, you have Wiggins, and you have Wiseman, because Draymond Green isn't going to score. And Ubre. He might score, but every team is going to be like, yeah, dude, go ahead. You know, hey, we got like a 15% three-point shooter. Go ahead, you know, enjoy it. Best of luck to you. So if Wiseman can actually become more of a threat, it changes their season a little bit more, right? Like he started off strong this season. Now he's showing growing pains. Is the next step, is he going to be able to really dig his heels in and start showing that improvement, like giving the results? I hate to say it, and I hate to put the pressure on the rookie, but we know what we have with all the other players on the team. And we know that if Andrew Wiggins is going to be your second best player every night or your second best scorer, you might be on the very edge of being a playoff team. But if Wiseman can change the complexion of this team, the dynamics on offense and the other team's defense, then that's potentially next level shit. You're listening to the Oakland Warriors podcast. Do you know Oakland Warriors is a website too? OaklandWarriors.com offers a collection of Warriors t-shirts that are comfy, classy, and cool. Fit for a real Warriors fan like you. Forget basic tees and boring designs. With Oakland Warriors, you can show your team pride with those in the know. I have a shirt from OaklandWarriors.com. It's comfy and soft, and it reps the dubs in a low-key but fun way. Don't believe me? Check out OaklandWarriors.com and use the code PODCAST at checkout for a 10% discount. So with the Phoenix game canceled due to COVID contact tracing, then maybe this gives the Warriors a few more days to rest up. Wiseman, a few more days to rest his whole mind and the team can reset. Granted, they played the Lakers in Los Angeles on Monday. But, you know, if the Warriors bring their A game, who knows what can happen. I'm super looking forward to James Wiseman playing against Anthony Davis, playing against Marc Gasol. I mean, I think he said Anthony Davis is one of the guys he would most look forward to playing against because he sees himself as an Anthony Davis type with that skill set, with that type of game. It'll be good to see how he measures up. It'll be good to see how he plays against Marc Gasol, like an aged veteran someone who has been defensive player of the year and plus like a thicker stockier more physical guy i'm hoping for and i'm expecting a better effort 
on Monday against the Lakers. Like I said, this game was just, eh, you know, what can you take away from it? You know, what, you shuffle the lineup? I know a lot of people are clamoring for that. A lot of people are sick of Kelly Oubre. But um, we'll see. I mean, at a certain point, you're going to have to look at him and see, like, what he really brings to the team. I know the idea of bringing him off the bench has been floated out there by everyone. He did come off the bench in Phoenix, but is that really going to make the team better? I mean, the second unit had been playing pretty well. They had been kind of forming an identity. Would Oubre screw that up? In a lot of ways, like Kelly Oubre, right now, he kind of reminds me of a wing version of JaVale McGee, someone who has a very specific set of skills, but oftentimes just like doesn't make the right play or is just a little off in terms of his floor game. Anyway, we shall see. So I'm going to honestly forget about this game outside of a couple of dunks. This was pretty, pretty uh, unmemorable. Anyway, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And check me out on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. And check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. Go Dubs.